Hi, and welcome to another episode of Writing Stuff. My name is Julie the Jarhead, and I have a guest here this time. This is my pal, my writing cohort, etc., Chris Hickey. Welcome, Chris. Thank you, Julie. Thank you for having me here on the podcast as your guest. Yeah. um, This podcast is, like I said, it's called Writing Stuff, and we talk about the art of writing. Mm-hmm. But we also talk about stuff about writing. I don't know. It's I don't know if you can catch the 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 subtlety about that. Yeah, I think I can pick yeah. up the subtlety. Of yeah, that and, uh... I want to talk to you about something that happened to another pal of ours, Matt. Yeah. And on Facebook, you know, he posted, "Oh, this is great! I get my you know, a publisher wants to publish my book." And. Um, then he started to do a little digging. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, upon the digging, it, it was becoming plain that it was uh, a for-profit type of scam where, where that he had to foot, if not 50% of the cost of, of publishing, that it, it would be a lot more. They, they sent out a contract to him to, to review to see if he was interested in it. But he was right to have some skepticism about it. I think one of the questions that writers have often is, when I have my material, what will I do with that? Will, will I take it to a distributor? Will I take it to a publisher? There, there's so many questions for that. And what, what, what can I do? What's out there? I know a lot of people self-publish, but it it's really hard to get the exposure that you would get if you went to one of the traditional publishing houses. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's like vanity presses. Well, when I was a girl, you know, when I first started writing, we called them vanity presses. And they were basically what we now call, you know, um, Mm self-publishing. But they were a little more disguised back then. I mean, they didn't come right out and say, you know, we'll publish your book, but you basically have to pay for it. Mm. Yeah. 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 This, this is. There's a lot. It's very hard in the market out there because there are so many people trying to uh, gain a foothold on taking advantage of people's uh, what they're trying to do, trying to accomplish. Yeah. So, so it's it's really hard to discern what's the best route to get there. Yeah. Now, have you yourself ever run into that? You know, have you ever sent stuff out and have people come back and say, "Yeah, we'll publish it, but you basically have to pay for everything." <laughs> no, I have not set foot on that path yet. Yeah. So I've been learning a lot from our friends and 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 from our associates in the group and 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 learning how to approach that. Uh, at present, I've been trying to get together as much material as I can and try to pick from that grouping. What about yourself? Well, I've been. I don't. I don't have anything ready to send out yet um, right now I'm concentrating on short stories and the route to, for that is you know maybe to get it published in a magazine or mm-hmm. something and even then I mean as I'm sure you know the magazine industry mm-hmm. is just dwindling people yes. just don't buy magazines anymore sure well, a lot of content is is online and yeah. downloadable to kindles or whatever what have you whatever someone might have and uh I, what, I, what i do find though with, with that there is a i think it's a lot more straightforward when you submit to uh mag to magazines that have online presence they, they give you everything up front what you're supposed to do the cost that's involved in that a lot of times 
it could be a $25 reading fee, $50. It, it depends on, on the contest or the submission when they have a call for submissions. I, I frequently look at them, and, and as the, the deadlines approach, I always get a little bit nervous, and I'm, am I going to do it this time? Am I going to yeah. pull the trigger? But then I think to myself, well, uh, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, there were there were just so many outlets for writing these days. I mean, before it was just a traditional publishing, but now you've got online, you've got self-publishing, and mm-hmm. it's just, it's just there's just so much stuff out there to weed through. True. True. And a, and a lot of people. There's the blogosphere. We have many people. I write a blog myself, mm-hmm. so it's it's very. Uh, that there's a lot of information out there to get through, and it's it's nice sometimes when you when you get online and you can get, you can get on a rabbit hole. You mean, you might not start at one point that you 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 start at a point that you were looking for something, and then you'll end up somewhere else entirely. And that's when you find things that you weren't expecting, and then that can be the fun part about it. Yeah, let me let me um, piggyback on something mm-hmm. you just said. Let's uh, do a little. Um turn let's mm-hmm. do a little subject you talked about your um blog mm-hmm. and i i see you online just posting lots of stuff and i i, I have to admit i haven't read it all but mm-hmm. i've read some of it and i'm just saying you know what got you started in that well um i, I basically was looking for a way to continually create content, whether it be writing short stories, poems, um, nonfiction pieces, stories about my life. And, and, and I wanted to put it in a, in a place where I could, it's sort of a, a holding book, bookmark, so to speak. Yeah. And, and I thought that the, the blog would be a good place that I could sort of put myself out there and be accountable to whatever audience that I built. And, and that hopefully that whoever followed along would keep looking. And yeah. It's a labor of love, and it, it you really go hit by hit and day by day, and you just keep you just keep going at it, and and eventually you develop a, a, a platform, and you sort of have uh, mine is, is just built around the idea of procrastination, <laughs> you know, which is you know I try to have a clever name about the blog, and but it, but it, it ties in what we're talking about here as well. Uh, that's one of the major components that a lot of authors face or writers face when they're trying to accomplish projects. So I thought that was a good good way to sort of be clever about it but at the same time talk about a real issue that writers face yeah and what what kind of feedback have you gotten on it well it's interesting because it, that's the other thing it, there's a lot of direct feedback from audience members either they like or they can comment on your blog or and you tie it in with your other social media so you, you have a twitter account or facebook you can sort of send it out to the whole world and and you know, whoever's on that particular application will will, will sort of reach out if, if it's something that strikes their fancy. So it's, it's been an interesting ride. I've been doing it for about three years now, and it's really, it's, it seems like the more that you put into it, the more you get out of it. Ah, yes, yeah. But at the same time, it's, it's, it's not the kind of thing where you get direct feedback mm-hmm. as per a workshop that you know yeah. that you and I are both involved in yeah. in, in a local writing group so it's it's a, it's a different experience I'd like to even talk to someone else at some point about how they find blogging mm-hmm. but yeah. it, but it's also an outlet to just to get out there you know so yeah that's great that's great yeah thank you for bringing yeah. it up yeah as a matter of fact I'm gonna get let you uh Plug? Do you have it on the top of your head? The uh, URL and uh... Uh, generally, I don't. It's, it's procrastination.com essentially. Okay. Um, so it's 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 easy to find. It's it's, it's um, 
I think that <laughs> I'm tripping all over it. But it, but it's a P R O C R A S S the nation dot com progress. Oh. So I try to be clever. That's one of them. So pro progress the, the nation. nation. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Thank you for the plug. Super. Oh yeah. Anytime. Um, you brought up the writing group. Mm-hmm. Um, as as you and I both know, we we have a major change in uh, Eva. Vickery, who has been doing it for what eight years, I think. Eight years, and and, and I both you and I, I, I know that yeah. you've been there since the beginning. It's it's the Malden Writers Collaborative, and it's it's a local writing group. We we have um, many members that come to us at many stages of their writing career and experience, different parts of the spectrum, and uh, it's a very inclusive group. It's very tolerant. It's very 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 safe place for people to to write and come and bring their their work and share it with others. Yeah. And I think, in fact, in my own experience, I've I've been with with some other workshops that weren't quite as uh, inviting or or, (laughs) or, or, uh, nice. But I I think that that's one of the strengths of the the workshop and the group that we have. Um, What's been your experience with it so far in the eight years that it's been going on? I've I've had it. I love love it. Um, I look forward to it every year. Um, as I, I was actually speaking to a young lady earlier and, you know, you know, you get, you get a lot of feedback from your own stuff, but I find that reading other people's stuff, you learn a lot too. You really do learn a lot from reading people's stuff. You're learning what works. You learn what doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, I find I find that as well. It's it's really interesting how that that goes when you when you pick up the manuscript. You, we we send them out on a weekly basis. And we we review them and then we come back and we convene and then we have that workshop and it's 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 a great uh, use of time and uh, the dreaded cone of silence. <laughs> we, we we have this uh, instrument that that resembles a, a street cone or what are what are those called? The yeah, the, traffic, the, those orange traffic yeah, the orange cones. Traffic yeah. Cones, yeah, yeah. So we we place that in front of the person who's being working workshopped and the idea is that they're not to speak as everybody else is talking so to sort of just sit back and listen and and be in a space that's receptive to to positive criticisms and and it, it's a fun fun aspect of what we do it's interesting also what what being in, in a diverse group of people, what people bring to the table every year. We, we not only have we have fiction, we have uh, erotica, we have uh, mystery thrillers. We, we, we everything it runs the gamut. I mean, there's, there's, there hasn't been something that hasn't been touched in the workshop in the time that I've been there. Yeah. Am I, am I forgetting something? No, no. Actually, that's that's another thing that I really love about the workshop, and especially when you go to the readings and you you know listen to the readings. I'm just amazed at the variety. I mean, we have we've had poetry. I actually, you know, I've submitted a part of a screenplay once, <laughs> and we have, you know, life stories which are fascinating. I love when people write about their life stories. Those, I think, those are my favorites. Yeah. But it is, it's just such a great variety, and. This year, um, there is a changing of the guard, and you yourself, Chris Hickey, are going to be the facilitator this year, and I, I, I assume you're looking forward to that. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it, and I'm very honored to, to have been um, had the torch passed to me from Eva. I've worked very closely with Eva for a really long time, and uh, I've learned a lot from her, and, and Andrew as well. 
and it's been a really great experience and to share with everybody that's part of the group I'm very fortunate to be in that position and I'm looking forward to hopefully carrying on the tradition and just having that space for everybody to be there and, and, and do it and continue to strive for good things yeah well that's good i mean we're looking forward to it yeah. too we're all, i think we're all pretty excited to um see what you bring to the table and you know what you what you carry over from what's happened and maybe some new ideas yeah and, and it's great the great part about it is i've already had a great support from everybody in the group with with a, with a bunch of wonderful ideas that we have to talk about and yeah. and, and discuss at length and and, and and let's get that going so it's, it's going to be a great year and, and October, October it's October that we start and yeah. go on to, to, to May and then we have a reading at that point so you know whether we're in the group or outside of the group I think a lot of us and I should, maybe I shouldn't speak for you I should ask yeah. you if, if if that's how you feel about it. I, I'm always thinking about the group and, and where it's going to be and what we're doing and what everybody's working on I, you have a a piece that you work on continually or a, a short stories or a character yeah, that, that yeah. we're all very fond of. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I have the past couple of years um, contributed short stories uh, with the uh, character Maeve Gallagher, mm -hmm. who is an immature sleuth. And she's actually evolved, as I'm sure you remember. When we first, when I first started writing Maeve, she was a, a retired cop, mm -hmm. and she's actually evolved over the past few years as an amateur sleuth, and I contribute that a lot to my laziness. It's like, you know, I go, well, if she's a retired cop, I have to know all this cop stop, stuff, and we have our resident cop, John Driscoll, John Driscoll who yeah. is just amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, you know, I could pick his brain, you know, forever. But I said to myself, you know, I think I think I'm gonna make her an amateur sleuth, you know, and make the stories themselves maybe a little more cozies and you know the gritty procedurals. Mm. Yeah, but I'm actually um, <clears throat> actually thinking of doing is doing something different this year. I have a story that is, and I have to think of the word, epistolatory. <clears throat> That's and, a wonderful form. And I'm already excited. That yeah. You, oh, <laughs> you're bringing it up. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's a story. It's it's a, it's about three people mm -hmm. in, involved in um, something you know big that's going on, and the story is told through you know letters, memorandums, mm -hmm. you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I was actually um, inspired by one of my favorite books, which is Up the Down Staircase. I don't know if you've ever read it, but... I haven't, but yeah. I will now. Yeah, oh, you, yeah, you will. It's, it's, I don't want to say it's a chick book, but, uh -huh. you know, but it really, it's, it's great to read just to see how Bell Kaufman, the author... Mm -hmm conveyed what was going on through, you know, um, you know, memos from the, you know, school staff and, you know, letters from the teacher to her friend, et cetera, et cetera. I, I love it. I've already read it. I think I've read it about a half yeah. a dozen times. But that got me thinking to maybe take a little break from Maeve Gallagher, mm -hmm. as much as I love her, to take a sure. little break from her and just try something different. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's another important um, facet of our workshop space is that there's no set 
something that someone has to do. You can continually reinvent yourself or do something new or go in a different genre. Uh, I think that's a wonderful, wonderful idea, and that's great news. That's yeah. something that we all can look forward to. It's funny you bring up epistolary form because one of my favorite books, The Color Purple, was was in that mm-hmm. form. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize this, but um, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein also was in that form. So oh. it's, it's, it's not really um, something. It's, it's something that people just sort of gloss over. But if, if you go home tonight and you look at your copy of uh, Frankenstein, yeah. check it out. It's it's really, really neat. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because, well, now, now that you mention it, yeah, this one tells a story. And mm-hmm. then, you know, then the, within that story, someone's writing a letter or whatever. And, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fascinating. I didn't think of Frankenstein. The other book that I always think of when talk about that form is... Um, uh, we, I haven't read it, but uh, we have to talk about Kevin. I've heard I, of that, yeah. I understand that that's the same. That's, it, it's basically, you yeah. know, letters. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a fact. It's just something different to do, you know, shake things up a little. Yeah. Have you have you thought about what you're going to um, well, this year, offer um, this year? Short story is what, that's where I'm going to be going back to. I think I've done some chapters uh, from, I was working on, on some type of a young adult novel mm-hmm. at some point, if you recall. Mm-hmm. And uh, I sort of got off that, and it, it, I've been really doing everything but short stories. I, you brought it up earlier in, in the podcast. But um, the form is exciting to me, yet it's the most challenging. Mm-hmm. I, I find it to be very hard to do, and... When people do it well, it always amazes me. So yeah. it's something I aspire to, and I think this year there's going to be a short story. So I have a lot of ideas, and yeah. it's just it's yeah. just setting it to paper. And, oh. if I, and if I can be as bold as to going back to your last podcast, okay. the type of person that I am, I'll tell you, is a pantser. Uh. I'm, I'm not a planner. I'm a pantser. So uh, yeah. That's, yeah. essentially all my creativity comes through through the pants, the seat of my yeah. pants. Yeah. So. yeah. Now, speaking of sitting down and just writing, mm-hmm. do you have a particular time of the day that you write? I, the mornings are always good yeah. after waking up. Yeah. Um, but it's I don't really put myself in a position. I, I grasp whatever's around me in the environment, ideas, images, and I just sort of go to it. It sort of plays into the blog because I, I have access with my smartphone. I can just sort of go right to it. Yeah. But the, the more traditional sitting down and writing has been something that I haven't done in, in a long time. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I have to sort of put myself back in that space again because it's it's a whole different procedure and it feels yeah. different. And yeah. I, th- I think there's a lot of uh, good that can come of that. So. Yeah, yeah. When I um when I do write, I tend to write more in the morning mm. than in the evening because I mean, while I write in the morning, I'm an early riser. Mm-hmm. You know, I usually get up about. I've been known to get up at like five thirty, six o'clock. Mm. And so I'll do some writing. And the thing that I like about writing in the morning is that you've accomplished something. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's like okay, I've got the writing done. I've accomplished something. Great. Um, but I know people who, you know, write late at night. I know mm-hmm. I've I've written stuff. I have my iPad, mm-hmm. uh, not to plug any particular product, but <laughs> I have my iPad, and uh, sometimes I'll write on the shuttle going from North Station to my job in Cambridge. So yeah. I, I I get a lot of writing done that way too. 
yeah, it's it's just convenient to have a different kind of, um, you know, how many notebooks do you have hanging around your house? You know what I mean? It, oh, just sitting okay. and writing, and it, it it's the sort of the smartphone, and you bring up you know that the iPad, and it's it's almost like calling a, a tissue a Kleenex. It, it's sort of like in that yeah, kind of yeah. that realm. Whatever type of smart device you have can probably be talked about in that way, but. Uh, I think the morning time, like you said, is, is a really special time. It almost feels like the whole world is still asleep, and yeah. you, you yeah. feel like you have that that's your special time. And uh, for me, and, and, and I don't know how this feels for you, but I, it's quieter, and the birds are up, and, <laughs> and, and they start to, to sing a little bit. So I, yeah. I like that. Yeah. To, it's, a, it's a good time for me, too. Okay. Um, any other projects you're working on, uh, Chris? I, right now, mm-hmm. in my blog, I'm doing a, mm-hmm. a 40 for 40 project, uh, 40 poems in 40 days. Ooh. So what I do is I try to collaborate with people. I ask them to give me mm-hmm. an idea or a term or anything that's sort of, uh, you know, without me knowing in advance really what how, what, what they're thinking. And mm-hmm. I try to try to come up with something or a poem around that idea and, and make it happen. And, and then I put it out in the blog and sort of like bring the people together and it's 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 a nice way to collaborate with people who aren't uh artists in terms of writing or things of that nature because then in turn it sometimes inspires them to do to do that very thing i have a friend that he started writing poetry after i brought him into the project i've done in the past and it's been really neat watch him to do that do that because he always said i I never thought i had it in me and i said well Mm -hmm. until you try how do you know yeah yeah so it's great to, to be able to sort of uh, network with people in that way and, and, and find out things about people you didn't know before. So so that's yeah. sort of one of the projects I'm working on between that and and, and learning about the group, um, how to facilitate and, and, mm-hmm. and make that happen. I think I got a lot going on. What about yourself? Yeah, um, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I spend most of the time working, and I'm working on this particular short story because I kind of want to get it ready to go, you know, when the writing group starts. Um, I also, you know, do some work at Malden Access. I do some, um, you know, control room work on a couple of shows mm-hmm. and uh, just mostly, you know, enjoying the summer. Yeah. Although I've, I've gotten, you'll, you'll get to the age where, you say to your, you know, when your your sibling calls and say, "Hey, you know, Julie, let's go to Revere Beach. It's it's going to be nice and hot." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> uh, I'll pass on that." No right? yeah. way. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hot's not one of my favorite things. So. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Okay. Um, thank you so much, Chris, for coming by. Thank you, Julie. It's been a pleasure being here and an honor and. and um, it's always great to talk about writing, isn't it? Yes, yeah. yes, it is. I find myself talking about writing to you know strangers sometimes. <laughs> like blah 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, thank you, uh, Chris Hickey, and this is Julie the Jarhead reminding you that revenge is a dish best served in twelve-point courier, double-spaced. Thank you for listening. <laughs>